0: You know, if my mother was still around today, I know that she'd love to keep the conversations going with some of today's stars and see how they would answer her questions. And now, Randy Rainbow
1: talks to Lucy. We have a lot of questions we want to ask you. Please. What entertains you or amuses you the
2: most? I think what entertains me the most is... Um, resistance to authority or just, just irreverence. I like, you know, we're in a time right now when everyone takes everything so seriously. I, I like when people uh, kind of um, put themselves out there and, 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 you know, kind of take risks in comedy. That always makes me laugh. Unfortunately, that's, that's kind of an endangered uh, art form right now. But I think anyone just being irreverent about anything what bores you? You know, just people taking things too seriously. People, self-importance, self-aggrandizing, just people just uh, not willing to, to laugh at themselves. Any kind of phoniness. You know, growing up, I, I, I had a father who was very phony baloney. He was actually Donald Trump, is the best way to describe him, believe it or not. And he was just the king of phoniness. And so I, I kind of have a, a BS Uh, meter in me that, that is very sensitive. So people just being phony baloney is very boring to me.
1: Did you know that this is what you were going to do while you were growing up? Is
2: this what you always wanted to be? I didn't know what I wanted to be. I didn't really take a conventional path. I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. I knew I wanted to make people laugh. I knew I wanted this thing, but as a kid, I was too nervous to go about it the conventional way that all of my friends were doing. Sort of start pounding the pavement and auditioning for things. So, I don't know. I I knew that I would I would end up doing this in some capacity, but I wound up having to kind of cobble together this this uh, this path for myself to take. And um, yeah, in some way, I always knew. I just didn't know how I was going to get here. But I come from a family that's funny and loves musicals and uh, musical theater was a big part of my growing up. So that that's always been my first love. So I knew that was that was in my blood.
1: How do you feel about those in our profession who
2: uh, express their political views? Well, I think it's just inappropriate. I'm just kidding. Um, Would it be funny if I said that? No, I think in this day and age, it's quite brave. I mean, um it's kind of hard to find anyone in any profession not expressing political views but um i think it's brave and i think it's also very important more important now than ever so good for them
1: were you a good student when you were in school
2: i was a horrible student there's actually no logical reason uh for me to have graduated high school um I think during my, my senior year, I really kind of skipped all of my classes and was just spending all of my time in the drama room and and putting together concerts and practicing for our senior musicals. By the end of senior year, I forgot the order of my classes, but um, I think the teachers saw my creative side and uh, my science teacher, uh, toward the end, I, I I made a rare appearance in class and she, came walking toward the desk, and I thought, oh, this is it. She's going to ask for my last, you know, 300 assignments or why I failed the final exam. And uh, she came over and said, I just wanted to tell you I loved you in Guys and Dolls. So I think they saw something in me and uh, let me through. Otherwise, there's no reason.
1: If you had a full year, a sabbatical year to do anything you wanted to, what would you do?
2: I always think that what I'd like to do is just go sit on a beach somewhere and just drink Cosmos and just look at the water. But it turns out that I get really anxious and depressed when I'm not being creative. So I'd like to just, um, you know, maybe take a week on a beach and then just spend the rest of my time creating, making my comedy and music and all of that stuff. So I just continue to work through my sabbatical. What do you like about yourself the most? Uh, it's something that I used to hate about myself, but as I get older, I'm I'm really starting to appreciate it. And my sensitivity—I'm incredibly sensitive, um, in every sense of the word—and um, I used to think of it as kind of uh, you know a negative, but it's uh, the reason that uh, all of the all of the wonderful things uh, that I have in my life exist, and and so. I think it's my sensitivity. I appreciate it more now.
0: You know, if my mother was still around today, I know that she'd love to keep the conversations going with some of today's stars and see how they would answer her questions. And now, Ruda Lee talks to Lucy.
1: So today I have some impromptu questions. Okay. What are your main interests in life?
0: Well, my main interest, Lucy, is basically to enjoy every wonderful day that God gives us, for better or for worse. Just enjoy it and and love it. Uh, Beyond that, my second, maybe even more important interest in life is the Thalians. And of course, you know better than anybody, having been an honoree of the Thalians, uh, how important it is. It's Hollywood for mental health. And now we've kind of refocused our attention when it comes to mental health on the returning veterans, those beautiful young people that are willing to give their lives anywhere we send them in the world, and then they come back to the U.S. of A. and should be getting the best of everything, and somehow they fall through the cracks. So we have teamed up with UCLA and Operation MEND. They heal the broken and fractured bodies of our returning veterans. And we Thalians are attempting to heal the broken mind and spirit of our veterans. And, of course, you as an honoree know what beautiful big shows we always did uh, honoring our guests like we did you, darling lady. And how fun it was to be on stage playing Ethel and uh, with darling Lucy. Your daughter playing you and Desi playing Desi. Oh, it was just absolutely wonderful. And thank you for being our honoree, my beautiful friend. What bores you? I am bored beyond tears, beyond yawning, by people who criticize more than they praise. It is so easy to give a natural verbal or mental or body critique of things going on around us and people around us. If you can't help, just shut up.
1: What would you like to do, uh, given a chance, if tomorrow you were going to start a big, wonderful picture? What type of part would you like it to be?
0: Lucy, I would love to do one of your early film roles one of those fabulous roles where you've got to be beautiful, wear beautiful clothes, sing, dance, and then tear people's hearts out with a dramatic, wonderful, teary scene. Oh, I would thrive on that. I'd love it. And you did it so beautifully. All I'd have to do is
1: copy you. What entertains you or amuses you the most? I
0: love a good joke. And I don't care where it comes from. And I really miss the times when we had a little bit of time between setups in a, on a movie set or a television set to uh, sit and swap stories and, and real stories, live stories, whatever they may be. I, I love humor and I love laughing at everything. And, of course, my animals make me laugh more than anything, I think. But um, a good story told by a good storyteller, is one of my favorite things in life.
1: Did you know that this is what you were going to do while you were growing up? Is this what you always wanted to be?
0: You know, honey, I think that I must have been somewhat like you, and you're, of course, my idol. Um, I came out of my mother's womb singing and dancing. And my mother used to tell me that I was a very precocious child and that I loved everybody. There wasn't anybody whose leg I didn't grab and hug or whose arms I didn't reach for as a child and loved saying hello to everybody, and I still do. And uh, I think I was born into show business. And what's really funny that I remember, Lucy, is it took me 15 years of trying to get my beloved grandmother out of Siberia, where she had been deported, Uh, My my grandfather died in the cattle car that they were being deported into Siberia from Lithuania. His legs were frozen. And when they took off the boots at one of the stops, the flesh came off with it. He died. She was alone. Imagine this 90 something year old woman alone in Lithuania. And uh, I kept trying for many, many years to get permission to get her out of Lithuania, to get her out of, well, first from Siberia, then Lithuania. And Before she got here, the Johnny Carson show always followed my adventure on this, like the perils of Pauline. And when I finally got her to the United States after this 15-year struggle, he invited her to come on the show when he came out to California. She sat on the show, not, of course, understanding a word of English or speaking anything but Lithuanian. And she sat there rocking back and forth, looking at Johnny, smiling at her, her toothless smile. She didn't have any teeth. And he got a little perturbed by this and a little nervous. And he looked at me and he said, Ruta, what is she doing? And I said, in Lithuanian, Grandma, what are you thinking? What are you saying? And she said, tell Johnny that he's the sweetest flower that grows in the garden. Well, if that isn't show business at its best, I don't know what is so clearly They were my roots in show business, my funny little adorable grandmother who didn't know anything beyond milking a cow to sustain her life. So there were my showbiz roots.
1: What do you think of today's young people?
0: Well, it's a very generalized statement that I'm making, and I know people are going to really get upset when they hear this, but I feel that the work ethic that you and I grew up with, is missing in today's generation. I feel like we are so privileged and everything is coming to us for free and you don't have to work for it. It's just offered to you. That worries me, that nobody knows how to work hard and strive for anything. It all comes too easily.
1: You like to entertain?
0: That is a yes and no answer. Yes, I love surrounding myself with people that I love. I love sharing my my food, my drink, and uh, sharing laughter. On the other hand, I always wish that I could have done it with a rehearsal. You know, Lucy, you were very, very keen on rehearsal. And when we were doing your shows... Those of us who were smart enough to learn the choreography fast and hard got invited back again and again. And I sort of feel like we need a dress rehearsal for every party we ever do. But once people are here and settled in with a drink in hand and a lot of conversation flowing, I love it, love it, love it, and would keep doing it the rest of my life.
1: you have any particular um, formula for giving a beautiful party?
0: The formula is to stop worrying and fretting about it what i do admire with all the young people and and how they do things nowadays is that they don't stress out on oh my god i've got to have just the right linen and just the right silverware and just the right candelabras none of that seems to apply anymore and in fact this opens a whole new canopy. i don't know about you honey But I don't know who will want any of my silver, my fabulous, wonderful Tiffany silver and and the beautiful pots and pans and things that I have that are meaningful and that are expensive. Everybody entertains much more casually now. And I have to learn something from the young people in that department and just make it a lot more fun and a lot easier.
1: Do you think that hospitality is a lost art?
0: Wow, I never thought about it being an art, but I guess it is an art. And I don't know if it's lost. I think that we have come to a point of where we are so politically correct about everything that we have lost our sense of humor. I think one of the main keys when it comes to hospitality is welcoming people with an open and loving and generous heart. And if guests feel that they are very special in your life, it makes for a very special evening together.